Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, y'all. We are here. What's y'all? Poodle. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To love. It's 90 day gate. Let's love. Stop. It just sounds racist when you do it. But it's right. Is that what what you say to people while you're in China? Ni hao. (laughs) That's that's the extent of what I know. And shishi. Y'all, poodle. We, I'm going to play for y'all. This is our <laughs> second attempt at this. Third, actually. Cause we just tried. <laughs> Jake decided he could find a quiet, because the lobby has better internet. So, hey, I just want to play for y'all one minute of us trying to talk in this fucking lobby. Enjoy. Poodle, what Are happened? you there? Yeah, what Are happened? Are you there? Yeah. I was trying, I was trying to play something out of my headphones. And did you hear it? Could you hear it? No, I couldn't hear any. I could just hear the the like lilting hotel <laughs> harp music, harp music in the background. Because y'all, but Poodle, why don't you tell everybody? <laughs> this not, is going to be such a shit not a good show. Way to start. This is not a good way to start. China, Can you hear me? Yes, China's going to fuck this up. I want to be louder than I am. I don't feel like I'm loud. That's the only part of I enjoy. Is this is this loud enough? Yeah, we if can I talk hear this you. Out. I'll just have to talk okay. lower. How about like right into the mic like this? Yes. How about this far? Yes, I can hear you. I feel like this is you're playing a game with some guy you're hooking up. Like, <laughs> can I touch your ankle? Can I touch your knee? Can I touch your inner thigh? Can I suck your dick? Oh, <laughs> 
Wasn't that great? Yeah, that was really great um, for no one. The, the harp was playing My Heart Will Go On by Titanic, <laughs> from Titanic. That was foreshadowing for our concert in April. <laughs> that I bet Chinese people love Celine Dion. I think they do. In general, they, uh, I think she translates well. Oh, who, who doesn't Celine Dion not translate to? Mm, straight people. <laughs> That's not true. Straight women love her. Although, That's true. y'all, if you're out there and you're straight, straight men, not as much. if your straight boyfriend loves Celine Dion, you might want to process that. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong. Something wrong. Something wrong, y'all. Mm-hmm. Also, Poodle will be blowing his nose frequently because she's sick. <laughs> I got the Chinese cold, which is, I went to the, the, the herbal medicine store, and I found out that the cold is a disease of wind. So I was given some herbal medicine. Yeah, that, that's why it's called cold. It's <clears throat> cold, like wind. I liked your dinosaur science, but let's move on. <laughs> I'm just saying that's literally um, where it came from because they give you okay. things that build up the heat in your body. Anyway, build up on my yang. Yeah. My yang needed help. Your yang and your yang, those get off. Oh, hey. Oh, my roommate is showing me someone on Grinder who's 335 feet away. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. I'll talk to Nathan. Bye. You, you, mm-hmm. We're going to talk. You can't, you can't get on Grinder there. I'm afraid someone's going to, like, kill you. Ooh. I didn't, I, I didn't know you could get that. Please oh, don't get on Grinder. People don't been sending get, me messages, y'all. Please don't get on Grinder in China. The Sissy Squad, it's, you know, you haven't been able to check internet, but I have to say, the Sissy Squad has been very worried about you going to jail. And they, even some of them said, don't do a show while he's in China. We want Poodle to come back safe. <laughs> However, Andrea Simpson said, what? Poodle's not coming back? Fuck him. And she contacted Kyle and literally secured a date where he could do a podcast with me. <laughs> Andrea, I love you. But don't I don't play about stuff like that. <laughs> hmm Don't come to my house. Don't come to my house and tell me what to eat. Don't come to my house. <laughs> Kyle's Kyle's energy would be too much for you. You I'd, would just I'd have to beat off because his voice is so sexy. <sighs> yeah. That because when you're Anywho. with me it it it, it, it makes me non sexual. Um, <laughs> Same for me with you. Same. I feel, I feel like I'm talking to my great aunt Laura. I appreciate that. Y'all, Although her voice was a little deeper than yours. It's true. <laughs> Probably retraspier. Again, a shout out to. I'm going to say her name wrong. Is it Jeannie? Gina? Gina. 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 Y'all, Gina. Gina showed me the Plex TV, and le- now it and it did. I had to reload it about every five seconds in China. But I did watch it. It took me about three hours, but I got through it. Jeannie Townsend, you are you get a sissy salute. We appreciate you. And you know what? In this case, I support sissy saluting. (laughs) Because you know why? We have to save it for the good times. And this is a good time. Well, um, how was your new year? I may have to blow my nose. It's fine. How was your new year? Well, our new year was like days ago because we are uh, we're a day ahead. It was good though. We had a nice uh, uh, dinner, and um, 
Because slept late. Um, I haven't hooked up with anybody because I've been too busy and sick. Well, now tell you told this in the story with the lobby with the heart plane and then someone arguing with someone about their bag in the background. But to spare our, our listeners, tell everybody the story. I thought this of you going to a restaurant and ordering food last night. Okay, so um, I went to across. The, I fell asleep, <clears throat> and it was about nine thirty, and room service is closed. Everything's closed. Uh, and I just walked across the street and I just pointed to a picture and a man went, no, what do you about? And, and took me up the stairs and I was like, meow. <laughs> 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 and then he sits me down. I dip my fingers in a bowl of hot water. He, I, I point at something. He brings it to me, chopsticks and things like that. And then I just point and say the word for beer. And and it's just me and a bunch of old Chinese men smoking cigarettes while they eat. It's it was it was so weird. No one knew a word of English. <clears throat> and there was like a teenager, a Chinese boy, who like brought me something and said, "You done?" You know, that's what he he said. And then I just paid, and I told the woman, uh, and I rubbed my stomach like I was playing charades, and I was like, "How?" <laughs> Which means good. <laughs> You know, I, and I I was I wish Dick was like that. I was going to say I really thought that you were going to talk about getting fucked by like twenty Asian men in this story. So I'm impressed that this was just about food. And now there's a woman cleaning the windows right here. <laughs> oh my god! It's you just fine, can't. It's fine. This is they're overpopulated. That's why people can only have one kid. <laughs> Anyway, let's just jump in the show, y'all. Anyway, but we love China. And China, if you're listening, thank you so much for hosting, my friend. We love you. Yes. The people, I will say, the people are absolutely lovely. Um, uh, everyone's very helpful. And almost no one speaks English, which is fun. <laughs> wow. Anywho, let's just jump into the show. All right. Let's talk about our first lonely hearts, shall we? <sighs> Sorry, that's just someone beating the window. <laughs> Jesus, freaking help me. Help me, Lord. Okay, let's, 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 let's talk, talk about, about Anna Marcel. Marcel. Um, well, y'all, you know, I've been done with this storyline for about three episodes now. So I'm kind of emotionally disconnected. So Huey, Dewey, and Louie are in full effect when Anna cries. They're enlarged, Ooh. they're angry. They're upset. They're engorged. That's a good way. They're engorged. Uh Because Huey's like, I should have known Marcel would never bring things to our light. And and Anna would always be unhappy. And Dewey said, I don't know. I sort of think that they thought they would have all worked out. And Louie's like, no one asked me. I don't know. I didn't know that they were British. That's new. (laughs) (laughs) But... (laughs) You know what? It doesn't matter because Garfield's they the same. that way. That's just that way. They they get British when they're angry. And Garfield was just going, My wish someone will fuck me in the arse. <laughs> I guess the Garfield's British now too. Or whatever. Um, this is... Okay, I'm going to say something that you're going to love. Is that... <clears throat> you were right. Oh. I wish I could hold the pillow right now. I wish you had packed it for China, but you were right because, you know, she was annoying to me, but you said, like, I am done with her as a mother. And seeing Angela, not Angela, seeing Anna 
fucking bring her mother in Charlene, and they talked about Rice all of the eyes. Rice Krispies eyes, um, snap, crack, a pop. It's cholesterol. Um, <laughs> but seeing them talk about this in front of her children and saying, "See what you're doing to the boys. See what you're doing to the boys, Marcel." Using awful. her children to make Marcel feel bad was one of the worst things I've. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. Turn your yeah. video off. Your video's on again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Y'all, Poodle is so... In, you could never, ever have films in your house or people would just have leaked sex videos of you all the time. <laughs> oh, you would be that person on the Big Brother that would forget the Who camera. Who says they're not? Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, that grossed Y'all, me out about Anna. Grossed me if out. If we ever get famous... My dick pic's gonna be everywhere. Y'all, <laughs> just if, so everyone's aware. If we get famous, this all is going away. You better download <laughs> the podcast now because that shit. We're we're definitely gonna be deleting all the China podcasts. We're, we're scrubbing. We're scrubbing the internet. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And if you try to say, I remember one time where he talked about his talked about hookup. I'm like liar. I've never done that. Find it. <laughs> We'll just pay, you know what? We'll pay Jackie Weissman a lot of money to mm-hmm. just go through and just delete everything. Someone's you know, going to scrub that like like Walter White from Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's true. We just got a review, by the way, on our... Y'all, by the way, leave us a review. We love it when you leave five stars and just say, keep going, Queens, or whatever. But we we, we had... Remember, too, when we hit 2,000 views, what's happened... Or reviews, what's happened to Poodle? Uh, God damn we, it. Uh, I go on a cross-Asian tour. No, we do a live show at 2,000 reviews. that's right. God damn it. You don't remember anything. But anyway, somebody somebody listening, and this is okay. We appreciate it. Cloud Cloud 90 Day. I don't think that's their real Apple name, but they said on Saturday, they gave us two stars, and the title was Nasty Words, and said, you guys are funny, but I can't listen to the language. It's too crude. I, you know what? I respect that. I respect so, it too. Uh, so fuck you in the face, motherfucker. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, you know, what I are hope, we going to do? I hope you enjoy your mother's cunt for a living. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know what? what? Grow up. That's all I've got to say. I know. Grow words, up. Words are words. You know what? And you know what? If she doesn't want to listen, she doesn't want to listen. I'm fine with well, that. Well, I didn't. But, yeah. you know. It doesn't really bother me. It's like the person who says, ugh, all the y'alls. <laughs> well, sorry. <clears throat> sorry. Anyway, let's get back to... So, um, anyway, so yes. Her let's mother, get back to the saddest couple in the world the sad- who I'm bored with. Charlene, um, so the, here's the deal, and we talked about this earlier in the fucking hotel lobby, but I'm going to bring it up again in that. I'm a little bit on Team Marcel because... Anna was all that Anna's so angry, but Anna knew from the beginning what was happening. Like he never lied to her and said, "I'm going to tell my parents about your kids." It's he true. told her all this from the get go, and she fucking brought him over here. It's, it's her true. Dream. I I'm not Team Anna or Team Marcel. I left the game and went to Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> You're t- although I feel like. If we went like who fucked over who, I actually think Anna fucked over Marcel more in this relationship than he did her. You know, I think you might have something there because Marcel was a little more upfront. She, he told her, um, his par- he told her his parents 
he didn't want to tell his parents. And she just kind of probably thought, oh, well, that's not he'll he'll become OK with that yeah. instead of, oh, it's an actual culture thing. She's like, oh, when he meets them, he'll want to tell his parents. Y'all, yeah. marrying someone or having a baby does <laughs> not change people or make it better. Nope. If you're trying to change your significant other right now, if you say, oh, they'll change, maybe. The only thing I can think of what might change someone is, first of all, you getting married will not change it. Maybe going to therapy together, that, that might change someone. But you being together in a relationship will not change that person. No. You have, will not be able to influence that person. Some people are some people are different after they have kids in some ways, but not, not Marcel. I think he would be... If they had a baby, he would be a horrible father. Yeah, because he's a man-child. He is a man-child. All he wants to do is play with bees and fuck. <laughs> Sorry, Cloud90. I, like, I, mean, I like one of those say, things. I meant to say they wanted to have sexy boo-boo or whatever instead like, of fuck. They wanted to They wanted to knock-knock. Knock-knock, yeah. That's what they wanted to do. Sexy boo-boo. <laughs> They want to have Nini time. <laughs> Nini. Um, they want to put. They want to put a, a a boy's winky in the lady's monkey. Uh, or 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 jiggy jiggy jiggity jiggity or whatever she jiggy, says. Jiggy jiggy, like Laura said. Oh. I find the term jiggy jiggy a lot more offensive than fucking. <laughs> I do too, especially when Laura says it. Ooh, she gets her purple friend in there. Oh, gross, <laughs> gross. Um, so they tell the kid. Um, they tell the kids, and again, I'm going to say this because I feel like it's important, but y'all, we've kind of wondered a little bit, not in a bad speculative, but we wondered like maybe Anna will be lucky and have like a gay son because Lord, she needs it. Um, the moment where she looks at the, they were talking to kids and like, are you going to be sad? And then Anna says, are you going to be sad when Marcel leaves? And then Leo says, yes. I told Poodle earlier, again, in the fucking lobby with the goddamn harp, I said, y'all, I said, Poodle, this is the moment where when Leo, 15 years from now, is doing ecstasy. Flash and, forwarded. Yep. When he's doing ecstasy, dancing on the pole and crying. A and, of a remix of God is a Woman by Ariana Grande. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is the moment he knew where it all went south. And saying, and saying, God, I've got so much razor burn on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I really got to shave. I can't really, shave for another week. I really got to get and, more tips and save for laser. And and Robert's going to want to fuck me when I get home. That's going to really hurt. Yeah, it's true. Because he's a houseboy, y'all. He lives in the hills. Because he's looking for a daddy to love him. Mm -hmm. Because he is never going to get it. He probably has one of those backpacks with like uh, uh, like a stuffed bear on it. <laughs> yeah, that he just puts his toothbrush and then like, um, like and his ass razor. Yeah, and like a cock ring mm -hmm. with like a little jock strap to wear that oh. says, that's on the front that says like "Give me." Good for you, Leo. Good for you, Leo. Uh, you you know what I'm I'm fine however he wants to be but he's gonna have lots of male figure daddy I, I'm issues. I'm fine. Yes, that's yeah. what we're saying here. He's gonna have this, yeah. he's gonna have problems. Um, so the middle the middle one Gino he's kind of like whatever, and uh, the but the, but Joey 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 Joey, Joey. Now I'm saying y'all I'm not in the lobby. Um. Uh. Anyway. Joey's at band practice. We already decided he was in drumline. That's his instrument. 
maybe saxophone. He would never play euphonium. Mm, maybe saxophone. Maybe. Yeah, but probably drumline. Yeah. He's at band practice. He's a cool guy um, because I did not think he was a band. He does not seem like a band nerd to me. Well, in between, he loves drums because he imagines he's like hitting people on the head when he drums it. Or like oh. killing small animals. <laughs> Jesus. He does have a lot of aggression issues. So his yeah. drums are just like baby rabbits. Exactly. Or just They're like killing everyone he doesn't want to see. Or just like sad boxers. And yep. I mean, like, boxer dogs. I love boxer dogs. <laughs> okay, my great. first dog was a boxer. Her name was Lucy. <laughs> no one gives a shit about your first dog. Fine. <laughs> anyway, but he's kind of like, he, like, is quiet on the inside. But you know he's like his grandma Charlene when she was like, I'm done. We need to figure out how to get them the hell out of here. Yeah, and get you know, the hell out of here. Marcel's just sitting there. Just sitting there, which I love, but you know Joey is, but the, is the same way. She, again, the whole, and a lot of people blew up with this in the Sissy Squad, where she says, Joey got his wish, Marcel is leaving. What do yeah, you think well, about and, that? And she kind of blamed, she kind of blamed, and part of it, she is share, almost sharing the blame for uh, for him leaving. And, but basically, she's Anna's looking for someone to blame because she will not blame herself. She will not blame her. That is so yep. true. That is exactly it. And she she's is looking really, for someone to blame. And she is the one. Anna, if you listen to this, you probably didn't because probably on episode two, Poodle talked about your moles and made you cry <laughs> in a corner. But you know what? We still wish the best for you. You know what? Every single thing I've said, I would say to her face. And I would not take back. Because... Well, uh, I've said from early on, I did not think she was a good mother. She was putting herself above her children. And more than that, she was putting her role as a mother above – or put, putting her role as a girlfriend of herself above her role as a mother. I, that's true. That's true. And, uh, and to, to riff off of that, it's really – she's making Joey responsible for her emotions. And, and when – that's not and, right to do to your child, no matter even if they are a teenager. Right. Be the parent. You're in control. You're supposed to take care of them. And I really think you can. There is a balance. Let's say you're a divorced mom and you have kids. I think you can have relationships, but your kids have to come first. Yes. Right? Yes. I think I, it is. And, a, you need to have your own life. You need to be doing your own. These moms that just say their child's, their children are their worlds and they give up everything for their child. I don't yeah, think that's don't healthy that either. either. That's not healthy either, but this is, like, extreme. <laughs> yeah. Um, I anyway, love it that we're just two gay men talking about what moms should do. And we've, like, never had, we've never had a baby in our lives. So if you're any mothers out there and you disagree with us, come at us. This is, this, this is, these are things that we say on the way out to the Abbey. That's when true. we're discussing. <laughs> yes. When we're on the WeHo party bus. On, on <laughs> when I'm drinking martinis. You know what? Moms should really, moms should really have someone. They should take care of the kids first, though. They should. Y'all, y'all come at us and we'll have a point counterpoint. Uh, so, I, again, this, this whole situation, I'm just, we're watching the worst. We're watching the toxicity blow up and I could not be less interested um, in this situation, I, I'm done with it. Uh, she's trying to talk to him. He calls her crying. Oh, that uh, phone conversation and text was terrible. Fight for our yeah. love. I hate you. I love you. It's children. Fight for our love. It's too late for that. 
too late. Too, too but late. It's too late, baby. Oh, it's too late. That Carol King song is sad. I heard that every time I used to do laundry. That's how I learned that song. <laughs> in the Palms laundromat. Y'all come at me with your laundromat songs. What do they always play in the laundromat? That is the most obscure thing I've ever heard. I feel like if someone made a Spotify list called Laundromat Music, I would know it. Um, can we move on to Angela? Because I don't give a fuck about Laundromat Music. Fine. I don't know why, but that fucking bird is chirping in the background, and it's Y'all, terrifying. These birds are loud here. They are there were so no, fucking loud. There were no birds in Chengdu because of all the pollution, but there's lots of birds here. It's wow. very tropical here. Y'all, I turned on my grinder, and there is all kinds of people sitting in pictures now. <laughs> please. Please. I don't think I worry about that. Don't worry. I'll be fine. God. Um, anywho, so let's move on to Angela. Only you is go- you only you are going to find the one Latino guy in China. Exactly. All right. <laughs> let's talk about Angela and Michael. Michael. Uh uh so Angela's lighting up. Yes. Uh and she's going to She's stress smoking, y'all. She's stress smoking. She's stress smoking and she walks next to the she's it could be the courthouse, it could be a church. In my hometown of Pickens, South Carolina, y'all, the courthouse looks just like the church. They're That's all true. brick buildings. They've kind of got spires and columns, all kind of antebellum south. Mm. It's a little creepy. They're pretty. One Mine, church is just another one. Lone Grove isn't like that. They're just all, they're just all <laughs> shitty like buildings with like metal siding. <laughs> I think. You, could you paint a nicer picture of where you grew up? Well, I'm just saying the buildings aren't nice. Anyway, we're having the aftermath of the visa denial, y'all. Angela and, says something that I think is a little. <clears throat> Angela says, "Oh, ever since we just heard about this visa, I'm just a hot mess." <laughs> ever since. Yeah, this is Angela's day to day. She's been one. Oh, now someone's got a buzz saw down there. <laughs> Great. Can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's better than the lobby and the harp. So we can keep All right. going. All right, let's just do it. Uh, uh, something so you said that I thought was funny again when we were in the lobby um, is you made a point of how Angela walks into her lawyer's office in Duluth. She walks in without an appointment, y'all. But she like um, struts in, just like opens, flings open that glass door, and it's like, "Lou, I gotta talk to you." And she's got her max headroom glasses on. She what, does. What, 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 what drink Coke? <laughs> Lou Tippett, y'all. I said this in the well, again. I said this in the lobby, but Lou Tippett. We had some Tippets, and we had a girl. She had a baby <laughs> at fourteen. And then she had another one her junior year, and we never saw her again. So I feel like if you're a tippet out there, you're fertile. Her husband probably beat her to death. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> or she was sent away to a convent. That's what they did in the deep in the deep south, yeah, in the cultured south. Or they in, sent them away to a convent when they were going to have a baby. Or in present day on fucking Riverdale, that horrible, horrible show. <laughs> we don't recap anymore. Oh, Riverdale. Oh, um, Riverdale. Which, by the way, people, y'all are. I think some of y'all were trying to listen to some old episodes. I think of like Riverdale and TVT time and some of Dear Maddie. And you said it wouldn't go back to like. 
it wouldn't go back to like the first 45 episodes. I'd fix that, y'all. So y'all can go back what and happened? listen to it. It's just I had to fix a setting because Apple Podcasts will only keep 100 episodes. But if you press a little button, it fixes it. So I fixed it. Yeah. Just giving everybody okay. a, a PSK. Thanks. A Thanks. PSK. Thanks for that, Thanks for that uh, update on your process. You're welcome. Uh, so uh, Lou Tippett has a bunch of fucking cords in this corner of his office, y'all. And I am stressed out about it. This is too much. That's a fire hazard. He doesn't like cords, y'all. Um, it really, I mean. And I, we all we all know why the thing about Lou that stood out to me. Say it with me. Transition, transition lenses. Transition lenses. I knew <laughs> you were going to say that. Going back real quick. Do you remember how stressed out I would get doing Christmas decorations with cords in our house when we were roommates? I do. And I would rather not remember that part because <laughs> you would get really upset. I'm just saying. It's a problem. Uh, it's a problem. No, you. It's a. You need to get. You need to talk to someone about it. Um, Fine. So, uh, so transitions. Lou's, Lou's argument is that they've been doing so many late night phone calls that they're so codependent that they would die without being near each other. Exactly, Poodle. What do That's, you think they talk about late at night? <laughs> what do you think? Just let you know, Michael. What? Maybe this should be a 90-day theater, Poodle. Okay. Maybe we're going to do an impromptu 90-day theater. Do you want me to be Michael and you can be Angela? I think that's a good idea. I think so, too. Okay. Because I don't know All if right. China's listening, and I don't want them to think you're racist. <laughs> so <laughs> Too late. Too um, late. So. And scene. The, the, this is, the setting is Angela's table. That's where she makes all of her phone calls. And my, setting uh, for Michael. Michael is a sweaty, sweaty, sweating <laughs> in a restaurant, but it's really just plastic chairs. Yes. Uh, and scene. Hello. Hello, baby. Hey, baby. How are you? How my baby? Hey, my love. It's 1 a.m. there. What are you wearing? I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting here eating Cheetos, you know, like Mimo does. Oh, I'm just, just thinking about fingers. you. Just thinking about thinking about your big, big, big dog. <laughs> you like you like the black mamba? <laughs> oh, yes. You got uh, Cheeto anyway, fingers. I, I love I Tell me about it. the K1 Beast, Tell me about the K1 Beast, Michael. Tell me about the Beast. Oh, when are you going to be the, here? To, when are you going to be here so I can ride that stick? The K1 Visa is long and hard, and I wasn't approved. You really uh, buried the lead there. <laughs> and <laughs> y'all, there's a lot of there's a lot of and Angela. It really we should have ended that call with. Hold on one second, Michael. <laughs> because that's what Angela's doing on these late night calls. She's just finished watching uh, uh, Cops. Cops, and, yeah. And nothing, and nothing makes her feel better than just like finger banging herself to sleep with Michael's voice. And they probably keep the phones on and they probably are like what you did in high school. They probably fall asleep while they're on the phone and then wake back up and they're like, hey, you there? I remember doing that. That shit you do in high school, y'all. Not when I you're... had a Garfield phone. I had a Garfield phone, too. It opened his eyes. 
Y'all, yes, y'all, you need to go online. There was like some thing for a while that all these random Garfield phones were washing up on a beach. <laughs> and I was obsessed with the story. And it turned out like a, a tanker that can, that carried them all was sunk. And it was finally putting all the washing up the Garfield phones. It was a really strange idea. That's a very, very weird thing. Um, I was fascinated with it. So let's move on to... Um, they're kind of setting up this dynamic, basically, that Angela doesn't want to get married in Nigeria. And Lou Tippett says that's not a good idea. So she's going to go to Nigeria to see Michael. But shocker, Angela can't find her passport in her house. Did you play with Mama's checkbook? Play with Mama. Who? This was like, this would have bothered you so much if you saw this in person by the inefficiency of all of it. Well, yeah, and then she complains that the purse, she's like, look at this, it's the hoodoo. She's like, I'm telling you, we cursed. Yeah, I don't know why Angela's starting all this voodoo hoodoo shit, but it's... And I wrote, she's like, bad luck, and I said, seriously? It's called odds. <laughs> <laughs> Think of the odds of a 54-year-old white woman in Georgia what working out with a 20-something-year-old 20, black man in Nigeria. Think of how that... Look at the odds. It's not hoodoo, it's odds. <laughs> it's just the law of percentages, Angela. I... <laughs> the only thing I'm for this whole voodoo thing, if Angela goes and sees a voodoo priestess, I'm all fucking for it. All for it. I don't think she'd be too afraid to. She'd be too afraid to have what happened there. I would love. Um, anyway, so y'all, Skyla thinks going, she's going to get married. Angela's going to Nigeria because she's like, I got to see what happened to that interview. Again, trying to fix things. It's true. And then... There's not really that much with Michael, except for, let's talk about Michael's immigration lawyer. Um, this office looks like, it kind of looks like, a little bit like where you just were, but it basically looks like the conference room of a Hilton Garden Inn. Yeah. It's got Garden like a, Inn. It's got like a sliding glass door for it. It doesn't make sense to me. Looks like a really nice dentist office. Yes, a That's very nice dentist. This is not an attorney's office, but any. But however, the attorney sounded like she knew her shit when she talked. I think she was more of a legal aid person. I think she was like an uh, advocate. Well, maybe she's an attorney too, but yeah. Well, they're pushing this story that that lawyer over there <laughs> says he should get married to her. So, this is what their arc is going to be for the rest of the season, right? What do you think? Do you think Angela's going to get married in Nigeria? Uh, I think she would be really upset not to, to not have her mother there. So, we'll so you see. don't think she'll do it? Um, I think, I don't know, maybe. A, a poodle they prediction. They haven't, um, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't honestly don't have enough info to be able to make that prediction. Um, I don't think uh, she's going to do it. I think she's too stubborn to do it. I think she needs her grandkids there with her. Unless her mom dies, then maybe she would do it, and I hope not. She'd do it if her mom died. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So That's all I have about those two. It, I, I think their, their, their um, inclusion on this season 
was to make people watch because the story they're working with right now is not compelling. It's not. I think they thought because Angela was compelling before the 90 days until she went abusive and crazy and everybody kind of turned on her in the tell-all. I think that it would be a different story if... But it was just... It was too much. It's too much. It's different with Darcy. Darcy is like... Darcy's more lovable than Angela. And Darcy is there. Darcy... Darcy has so much Angela's delusional but Darcy's delusional and like how a puppy is delusional yes when you say when you say um now you're not gonna get any food unless you be unless you be good and they just kind of look at you and they'll flip their ears over and they'll go I believe in love <laughs> which is kind of how your mother talks to your nephews and nieces what I believe in love no oh. you're not gonna get this if you're not, you're not good. gonna get this my mother said, "Now remember, you're you're not if you you won't you won't get this if you don't get the if you don't you if you don't eat all your food you won't get to play with your toy." Yes, yeah, very threatening. <sighs> um, Anywho, let's, let's move on to our uh, next lonely hearts, Blake and Jasmine, shall we? Or actually, you know yes. what? Before we do this, let's actually for once do let's just pause for a little break in the show. Okay, Poodle, I gotta tell you. I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. 
sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. And find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies.
Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. I'm so glad I remembered that. Great. Okay, so let's jump back in and let's talk about Blake and Jasmine, our next Lonely Hearts. Uh, okay. So, um, uh, I said, so we, we're, we're, Jasmine is living with uh, his family, and I said Jasmine and the Jacksons could be a new sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> but it wouldn't be funny, just really uncomfortable. I don't think Norman uh, Lear would want to produce that one. No, no. No. But Jasmine is spending a lot of time with Curleen, and I'm fucking, I want, I'm here for more Curleen. I love, I put, I love this pairing as well. Uh, I would, in fact, I would like to to say another installment of 90 Days Theater when uh, when we are cooking, uh, uh, Curleen invites Jasmine to cook some Caribbean food with her. Um, for our purposes, I will be Jasmine. Um <sighs> Because I called this night, and I just, I just, I have these exact things that I need to say. Fine, uh, I'll be curling. Mm-hmm. You just you, don't want. Can... It's fine. I, I don't, I don't want China to think you're racist. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, so you start, and so Curleen is want to, wanting to make Caribbean food, and Jasmine has not volunteered to help. She's been asked. <laughs> She's like, all right, and sing. Well, come here, baby, and help me make some food. What is food? <laughs> I just want you to... Here, there's a big bowl of raw shrimp, baby, and I just need you to just peel the shrimp, just snap off the ends. They are not helping me on... My nails cannot... I need to rip flesh with them, not peel shrimp. I'm going to... Come on, baby. No, no, just come in now. Just come and just peel the shrimp and then we'll put them in the pan. You like to cook, right? Are you going to cook for my son? I cannot chop onions. I cry if I chop onions. I mean, I excrete fluid out of my eyes if I chop onions. I cannot be in the same room with Finland forever. And sane. And sane. (laughs) And sane. This is the most awkward situation I've ever seen. It is. She's, it's, she's like sitting there when she's cutting onions. It is the most laziest. She's got this little tiny plate. Little I was trying to plate. Really bothered by the way she did butter it. Knife. It drove me crazy. She's using a butter knife to like chop herbs. It takes her like, it probably took her a half hour to cut these onions. Probably. She just should have just torn them up with her strong robot hands. <laughs> Just like um, so, uh, she also. I just want to say we find out a little bit more about Jasmine, y'all. She used to work as a personal trainer, and she's she personal used to trainer make what we call did, fitness food. Yep, and also she's not only a personal trainer, y'all. She did gymnastics. You know what that? Yeah. Means? Nothing out there, and not all gymnastics, but you've got to be to be a personal trainer and gymnastics, and knowing everything else we know about Jasmine, y'all. She's crazy. <laughs> she is batshit crazy and probably really narcissistic and has body issues. Yep, all gymnastics people have body issues. She also says uh, when she's cooked about her food that she fixes, I do not use seasonings. So, you know, she just makes no salt, no pepper, just plain chicken breasts. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and maybe lettuce. Do you know what I put? It's so true. 
Jasmine is joyless. Like there is no is. joy in her life. And it, it makes me sad for her, but also makes it like she says, I don't even like weddings. I don't even care about weddings. What girl, does, what person doesn't fucking like a wedding? Well, when you're when you're created in a lab, it's hard to find the joy switch. This is true. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so Carlene calls her uh, a diva. Yeah, mm, I don't think I just think it. She's she's trying to figure out how to be more human, Carlene. She's trying that that may be a diva aspect to you, but I like it how Carlene talks about the bride's family playing for the wedding, and she's like, I don't know anything about this. I've never heard of this. My parents are not going to have not have a good time with that. Uh, yeah, um, I feel like uh, when Carlene asked her what she wanted to do for work. No, social media. She's like, I do social. Basically, y'all, she wants to be a fucking influencer. Now, here's the deal. I say that in a, a mocking tone because one of my good friends is an actual influencer. She works her fucking ass off. Like she, right. if, if to be a real influencer, the shit you're hawking all the time and the pic, it's actually a lot of work. And she's actually always online. Jasmine's not going to, Jasmine thinks she's just going to take a picture and post it and that's it. And someone's going to pay her $5,000 hashtag sponsored. <laughs> hashtag Fembot. She's, you know, it's hard when you're, when you're programmed, you have a lot of wishes and you just think you're going to get them. I wonder if Jasmine will become a real girl. The, like Pinocchio. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. even if they end up getting married, they're going to get end up divorced, and Jasmine is going to rue the day that she got married to this man. You know why? Because when your mother-in-law is cooking and she asks you to taste her food, you fuck, <gasps> you fucking taste it. That you, was that was that's unforgivable. You that's fucking unforgivable taste sin. that food. That is an unforgivable sin. Like she's like, no, it's cooked. She's like, no, it's not. It's like I can't do it. Can imagine if someone told Mother Poodle that? What would Mother Mother Poodle still say ten years later? Yep, she didn't taste my cooking. I knew it was over then. <laughs> or can you believe that she didn't try a bite? Gah! Gah! She didn't try a bite. My my brother dated someone dated a uh, a girl with really uh, eating disorders, food issues, and she would sit there and p- pick at it. And my mother's like said, "What's wrong with you? Don't you ever eat?" And my brother had to tell her after, "Don't you know?" And she's like, "I don't care. Someone's gonna be here. You're gonna sit. You're sitting at my table. You're gonna eat some food." She wasn't having it. <laughs> I kind of hope you do meet a Chinese boyfriend and bring him home to your mother because that shit needs to be filmed. I think my mother would actually enjoy the Chinese food over here. It's actually very good. Uh, Almost everything I've had has been really good. Um, Anyway. You sound like a drag queen. My voice is, well, I've been talking a lot and I'm sick. (laughs) Fine. Let's move on to, oh, man. Oh, y'all. Let's just do it. Let's, let's just do it. Let's just talk about Let's just do it. Sinjin and fucking Tania, y'all. The worst person in the world. Who's, I don't know. Who's, is, uh, there's Jeffrey Epstein and then there's Tania. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, Chrissy Teigen did it, really posted it well. I don't know if you've seen this. It's all on the internet. I think Chris- it was, I think it was a fake. I think that people oh, said it was. It was? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. I know. 
Y'all, she's universally hated. Universally. universally. Um, All so, right, what are your first thoughts on this? Sinjin, Sinjin and Tania, Sinjin's driving, uh, uh, I assume it's uh, the Skeksy, Mama Skeksy's car. Um, and she's seeing the sister, Tiana, not Tania, not Tanya, Tiana, and Tiana. her husband, who... For some reason, I wrote her husband's name is Romeo. It's not. It's Isaiah. <laughs> but I just called – I kind of want to call her husband Romeo. Um, and I wrote, her husband looks young. And maybe she's young. I don't know. Um, her, hus- uh, her husband looked like he had something else too. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. y'all. It is, B-D-F, B-D-F, it is beautiful. Beautiful. It's thick. Definitely. Um, he's gonna make more I, than one baby. He's he's also he loves he loves a lot of necklaces. <laughs> he's got those chains. I bet he likes a pearl necklace. Mm, possibly. Let me just I live it, it down. Let me just live in that. What were we talking about again? Um, oh yeah. So we her uh, Tania's sister Tiana. God, I hate myself every time I have to say that. Um. So she's ready to jump on her sister because she, we all know she thinks she's a bitch from like an episode way back. She does. Um, and so anytime Sinja's having problems, Tiana is right in there to like say, well, you know, she's kind of done this before. And Sinja's like, really? <laughs> and, her, and her sister's like, I don't think she realizes the effect it has on you. Yeah. Um, and I must say, before I go on, before we go on, Senjin said something really sweet. He's like, you know, I don't need a lot. I don't need a lot from, you know, money, blah, blah, blah. I just need pieces of you. And it reminded me of that you. Ashley Simpson song. On a Monday, I'm waiting. On a Tuesday, I'm fading. Blah, blah, blah. And remember when she was on Saturday Night Live and she didn't sing? And she just kind of like... He hauled dance off the stage, and she was she was she was universally mocked. Poor Ashley Simpson. And you know what? Tania is still more annoying than her. And that's saying <laughs> something. That much. is really. Um, her sister goes on to say, "It just seems really rude, but she does that constantly, um, literally. Yeah, constantly dragging her. Yeah, this is dragging her. I also want to go back and say one thing." When Sinjin like goes up the stairs and just walks into the room, and the way he kind of swaggers, it is so fucking sexy. That man could make sweet love to me. He is you, gorgeous. You're, you're into him more than I am. Ooh, uh, I, he can yeah, get it. I, I, I kind of, I kind of uh, backtracked a little bit on him a little bit. Um. Like so, uh, anywho, so Sinjin asked Tania, Tiana. God, I can't even remember. Uh, Tiana, whether uh, uh, she's ever cheated uh, before. And he's like, well, or she's like, yes, she's been cheated on. Oh, but I think she. We I think she has. She just doesn't want to say that about her sister. Yeah. Now, whereas if so, it was fucking Betsy, she would say, <laughs> oh, yeah, she fucked the whole defensive line and the offensive line. She's a whore. Y'all, y'all. Betsy is the most savage sister who's ever lived. <laughs> Betsy is fucking savage. Uh, trust me, that's going to be a nine days theater later. Um, so anyway, we we now go to Costa Rica, you lovely island. 
Um, it's girls' night out. I think every night in Costa Rica is probably girls' night out. I just have a feeling. Yeah, I think it's so. It's last week in Costa Rica. And I wrote down Indigo, Nambia, and Sarsaparilla are out. <laughs> Y'all, you know that they, this whole trip has been like, everything has been a reason to celebrate. Like, it was literally, it's our first night in Costa Rica. And then like two weeks later, you guys, it's our third week in Costa Rica. New Moon Festival. Oh, it's a new moon festival. Y'all, it's, oh my God. The we turtles a, are coming ashore. We just passed our first test in Costa Rica. They are fucking Coachella girls. They are basic Coachella bitches. Namibia just had her period. In Costa Rica. Um. Anyway, so, of course, uh, Tania is being a major first class. See you next Tuesday. Because yeah. when she's busy... And she says, I can't give you all my time. I have a small amount of time. Um, She's literally dancing with the phone in her hand. It's literally (laughs) fucking in her hand. All she has to do is just pick it up and press the button. And of course, her salsa teacher is there. (laughs) Oh, sweet love. Sweet salsa dick. And I want to ask, Tania says something like, you know, it's great. I can do all I want. I can look, though. I can look all I want. And I would say, is a look with intent, is that cheating? Is a look with intent cheating? Well, I think intent makes it more of cheating, but that's a good question. But looking but looking implies intent, right? No, you can look at somebody and think of somebody <laughs> as attractive. And, and like even if that part of you is like, man, I would have sex with them. But then there, that other part of you is like, well, no, not really. I, I, you know, I'm, I love what I have, and I, that's just kind of like a part of me talking, but not like the what I want. I think you can differentiate that. However, but her intent is more of, I so I flirt, I can flirt. She is, she wants the cake and eating it too. That's what she wants. Uh-huh. So I think for uh, her, I, I she didn't... wants, she wants the gluten free seaweed. Uh, sushi and she wants to eat it too. Exactly. Just what exactly. they're going to eat in there. Yeah. Um, so she's drunk and Sinchin calls her which Sinchin don't ask something of a drunk person because you're never going to get it. She's he just should have hung up really just, bad. Really bad. He just should have hung up the phone because and she's like can you hear it in my voice? Uh, I think Helen Keller could hear it in your voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when she's like, don't ask me things I don't do. And I'm like, And then wow. she just randomly screams out, girls night! Yeah. <laughs> you were, I mean, she's the most, she's one of the most selfish people I've ever met in my life. And y'all, it's, it's I, rough. I, 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 I used to have a friend that I was the fucking best man at her wedding and she only gave me a baseball cap as a thank you gift. <laughs> so I know fucking selfish. She Which, gave you a t-shirt, too. Yes, yeah, she got both of them for free. A cut-off t-shirt. Yes, she got both of them for free, and that was my thank you gift. Uh, yeah, that, he was a different person then. Now he now he, he owns his power a little bit more. No, and I have to say, Poodle has made me bitchier, and I've made Poodle nicer. We've helped each other. Sometimes. Anyway, um, so she basically says, I love you, and I'll try my best to call you if I don't pass out first. Uh, and I, I also said, he's not asking a lot. <laughs> then I also wrote down, 
Tania, when she's drunk, kind of have kind of has a what I would call a Bill Cosby cadence to her voice. Oh God! <laughs> she's like Shinjin. I don't always know when I'm gonna call you. <laughs> Jello oh, pudding pops. Oh God! I mean, I mean, I'll try to call you when I can. I mean, and my wife came down the stairs, and her eyes were big, and she's like, "Why are you being you had on me, chocolate?" I don't. That's the worst Bill Cosby impression I've ever heard of in my life. Jello pudding pops. <laughs> Y'all go back to that episode and listen to her her voice. It sounds a little Bill Cosby. And y'all, we All can right. make fun of Bill Cosby now because he's a rapist. So yeah, <laughs> we can make fun of him now. So we don't have to respect him at all because he's a fucking rapist. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, I like that she says, "I'll get, I'll call you when I get home." Um, and then of course she gets home and she she was like, "Oops, I didn't let him know I got home." And she should have said, I didn't let him know I got home after my salsa teacher fucked me to death. And then I fell asleep. I liked it, too, when she's like, when you're, he's like, when you're, I, I don't want to know where you are when you're in a strange country. And she's like, I'm not in a strange country, Jello Pudding Pop. Uh, and I, she just, I can't stand her. Um, one she's other horrible. Thing, what, what did I write here? Oh, when, when she says, and then she drops a bomb on him. It's like, you know, the thing with phones is that I can schedule messages. Who would do that to their boyfriend who's in the U.S. like that? That's just fucking with him. That's mean. That's what, cruel. What she, what uh, Tania also does is, and y'all, if you do this in your relationship, I'm telling you, stop it because it will never work out. It'll just end it. She competes. She's always yeah. competing with someone that she's in a relationship yeah. with. And, and she's gaslighting the fuck out of him. Yep. And she, yes, yes, yes. And she always has to win. She always has to be right. She always has to be on top. And that either Sinjin is going to. She is on top when they fuck. Oh, for always. sure. She's like, no, no, no. Like, don't be. She probably lays some like white masculine shit or something like of him trying to take control. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway, I'm done um, with them. Unless you have anything I've, else, I've I've got. That's all I've got too. Shall we well, move on to America's Mensa couple, Robert and Annie? <laughs> oh, now this section was actually good because I fucking love his sister. Um, I agree. I liked her too. You know, she's cut from the same cloth, but she's more reasonable and she's smarter than he is. She's all. Um, well. <laughs> I mean, I think a pan with boiling water is smarter than Robert. But that said, not that's not to dismay Robin. She actually seems fairly intelligent. So, yes. Um, right. Robert's still thrown by the th- threesome, so he's going to pick up his little sister. I the only she, straight man in America who doesn't want a threesome with his wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Robin's gorgeous. One. Robin's really pretty. She definitely got the smarts and the looks of the family. And Robert, she yeah, is pretty. Because I, I put, she's gorgeous and intelligent. Robert, dot, 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 what happened? <laughs> but Robert has nice things to say about his sister. She's super cool. She's super dope. Um, super dope. So they're getting in the car. He has doubts. And basically... And, she, and, and Robin's been talking to Annie on WhatsApp. They're friends. They're, they're friends, but, this, but she does shade him. This is about sister shade this episode because she says Robert always picks the wrong girls. Yeah, I can see that. So, She's picked... Three wrong women before this. Exactly. So he's got, he's got children by three different women. 
Okay, I'm glad you said that they were chatting before because I missed that. Because I thought when they met each other, I was like, Jesus, is no, they're, they're really putting chatting. that on thick. Been, the sister wanted to, I think the sister wanted to check up on her. And they probably became friends. Um, I, can't, I can imagine that Annie's probably pretty funny on WhatsApp. Annie's funny. She has a funny sense yeah. of humor. I will give her that. Um, and uh, and she, but what she does love is that she seems to that Bryson seems to really like her. Uh, but she Annie. also says Bryson's really attached to her, and she was like, <laughs> and that makes her nervous. That makes yeah. her nervous because this, y'all, this is. I mean, this is saying something, but out of all of these relationships, I think this is the one that's least likely to work out, including Anna and Marcel. Like, that's wow. fucking saying something to me. Oh, I think this one, I think this one just because I think neither of these people, Robert and Annie, are clear about what they want. I think they're more likely to stay together just out of convenience than anything else. Uh, Annie can't go back that's right fair. now. Um, and I think Annie... Annie's got like uh, Louis Vuitton stars in her eyes. She wants the nice, and she's convinced. Uh, Annie's goal oriented. I got to give her that. She fucking is. Um, and she's seeing she, and she could always just like work as an exotic dancer. That's what she wants to do. You know that she'd be into it. She would. So we we have a little bit of conversation between Robert and Annie uh, and uh, Robin. Um, and she, Robin basically says, Annie, do you know that he's poor? <laughs> <laughs> and Robin's like, what do you mean? What do you mean poor? You mean, you mean? And I thought this is an idea of Robert's ideas about economics. Robert's like, no, I think a poor is living on the street. Poor would no, be, poor, that's homeless. Yeah, poor. That's would, homeless. That's homeless. There's a difference between poor and homeless. Like when he also said, yeah, poor would be like when it's raining outside, you use a piece of cardboard to, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. <laughs> Fuck. I'm poor. I'm poor. And I think what Robin is saying is he has no excess money for anything nice. Exactly. They, they can pay the bills. They can't do anything else. I think he's super cheap. Yes. Um, but I think... He should have known with a girl like Annie, he has to. Honey, also, but, Ro- but Robert does. Robert thinks Annie's stupid as well. He wouldn't have known. <clears throat> he he doesn't have the. He is. He would not have known that Annie. Yeah. You know what I mean. And I think also in having Robin the, Robin there really brought to the fact again. I felt sorry, like I did for Marcel. I thought felt sorry for Annie because I went, man, she really got catfished by Robert. Robert really, you know, now that we know Robert and Annie says this and I believe her when she says, oh, he promised me he'll take me out and he's all that baby. I'll take care of you. I'll be your man. I'll give you diamonds. I'll give you jewelry. So I'm positive he told her all that shit. So I believe you. Um, and I now, and she came here believing that of, of what he told her. So it's really kind of like Annie's a brat about it, and she's an idiot. But at the same time, it's like, dude, you you fucked up. She also came expecting uh, a lot of sex per day because, <laughs> and he's like, I need it say three times a day, and he's like, I'm tired. He's Annie like, wants Annie wants sex every time of the day. I can give it to her Friday through Sunday. <laughs> and Robin's like, this bitch is extra. extra. And the Robin's like, you got a sexual girl. You got- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to use that if I ever do. You got like, a sexual girl. Marriage counseling. I'm like, you need a sexual man. You need a sexual girl. 
I'm going to start saying that. Anyway, so I thought that this was the sweetest. The next thing is, oh, I also said that Annie, Annie is a Tasmanian sex devil. I need it. Um, so they go dress shopping. Um, and I thought it was really Robin and Annie. And it was really sweet because Annie's mother's passed, I believe. And, and, Annie, and Annie said, I don't want to be alone. And and we meet another poor wedding dress shop employee <laughs> with long, straight hair. I don't even think we got be, We didn't even get her name. Her name was Dayton. Her name was Dayton. Was it really? Yep. Okay. Like the city in Ohio. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's where um, our color guard used to go to nationals. They won like three years in a row. We had, we called them the. They were called the Thundering Herd. <laughs> Another thing I never needed to know. Um, so, and so Annie, unlike a lot of other brides, Annie says, "I want to be a sexy bride. <laughs> I want to show my Gucci Gucci." Um, so. They're looking at these $1,500, $1,700, $2,000 dresses, and everyone's thinking, Robert's never going to pay for that. Um, yes. She, she also says, my favorite is like, I want something red carpet looking. That made me laugh. I was like, what fucking red carpet in Florida? Like in Tampa at like a porn awards? <laughs> Like where the fuck the are you going to go? awards that yeah. are held in Tampa? Yeah, where the fuck are you going to go to red carpet? Maybe maybe an Oscar party at the airport Hilton. Maybe. I hope um, Annie never moves to L.A. So then Dayton drops the word, what is your budget? Annie's face <laughs> looks like someone has just put a, like a turd in front of it. She wrinkles up her nose. She's like, budget. She goes, budget. Ay. <laughs> Ay. And so no then Robin says $400. And so everyone's kind of upset about that, but they did wind up finding a nice dress. It was a little booby for me, but it was, you know, that's Annie. It that's was Annie. really booby. It was like titsalicious. <laughs> it was just like putting them up so Robert could titty fuck his bride that night. <laughs> just and like, the, and the ring bearer could t- t- titty fuck him, and all the best men. Yes, because you know the ring bearer. Well, no, the ring bearer probably will be his son. Oh, that's true. Don't want to. T- Bryson wouldn't. But him. Robert does totally have the friends that one of his friends would fuck Annie the night they got married. Uh, oh, <laughs> and she would be like, "I, I just, I'm a sexual woman. You don't give me sex. Why not? No, uh, this is no, this is fine." I did say I, and at the very the dress she did find was Annie saying, "This dress is me. He's sexy. He's elegant." And I filled in. And worth about four hundred dollars, <laughs> <laughs> which would tra- would be a lot more in dr money, probably. <laughs> I I just don't know why they're. I I still am questioning the fact of like why are they trying on wedding dresses? How does this make? How does this make sense? Um, uh, I think they. I really feel like they're going to wind up getting married. I really, I don't, I think, I think this, this story is being really sculpted by the producers. 
You know what the you know who the audience right. was in this episode? We were all just Robin sitting there in that wedding shop having a mimosa <clears throat> and thinking, at least I'm getting a free fucking mimosa out of this. Yep. We're just sitting there watching it go by. I agree. That um, was I did I did have empathy though when Annie started crying about her sister and missing her sister yeah, and I, all that. It was first time first time I've had empathy for her. Me too. The whole season. We forget that like I mean, even with Marcel, but he's but we forget that, you know, she's left. I mean, probably now that you're in a different country, I bet you have more empathy for these people because you can't imagine these people are doing this. Like, imagine now that you're in China. I know it's a different country, but still imagine like Jenna, Jenny, who moved to India. Oh, you know what I mean? You like, don't just know any language, just know anything. And you're yeah. there with a tour group and you can't even get fucking porn. <laughs> You know, times is hard, y'all. Times is hard all over. Um, uh, I'm. That's all I've got about those two. Me too. I feel like let's wrap it up on the most happy couple. <laughs> oh wait, no, we still have okay. two more. We have two more. We have two more. I forgot. We have two more. We have. So we let's go to Mike and Natalie. Um, Natalie. I've got to say, I've got to say, y'all. Not I a lot did, happened for them anyway. Not a lot. Talk. I I I did a quick WhatsApp conversation with my cousin Olga and even she said you know basically this is this is not good for this episode I I go and she was on her way she was on her way to um uh Beverly Hills to like case some man's house um so Olga will show up later she's just not coming back this week okay all right you, well you're happy about that aren't you <sighs> Again, we had one review. They gave us five stars. They said, great show. It's hilarious. But Olga goes on too long. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'll I hear the note and I will take it. <laughs> I don't have to change a single thing about it. Y'all come at me if you love cousin Olga. She needs to be built up. It's fucking Lena's fault. Um, it's all Lena's fault. Okay. So uh, Mike decides... Uh, again, uh, insert elephant waltz. He's going to the the U.S. embassy to check up on the status, and then literally after forty minutes, they literally. I thought it was going to be like the way they edited. I thought he was going to come out like four hours later. You know what I mean? It was so dramatic and long, and he comes back out and it says forty minutes. And I'm like, still in process. Well, I'm like, well. Uh, episode of ER is longer than that. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, that wasn't long. Do you know how long we no, have to wait for shit ER in Los was Angeles? For like twenty fucking years. Yes, and do you know how long we have to wait for shit in Los Angeles? A long oh yeah, time. forty minutes is. Imagine if you had to wait at the DMV for forty minutes. Oh, that'd be like a. a that's a vacation. My my partner went there <laughs> just yes the other day to get his real ID, and he was there for three hours. Oh, really? Yes. He, he didn't make an appointment? I don't remember if he did or not. If you have, <laughs> do you have a real ID yet? If not, you better get one. You don't have to have one till um the end of this 2021. year. 2021. 20. 2020. But but he but 20 Okay, so but I'm, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> this is he another went in January. Yes. This is another Just get an thing. Appointment. I'm going to have to nag you about this. You haven't gotten one yet, have you? No, but you, you get 2020. This is 2020 now, so we have 11 months or almost 12 months. You're going to do it when you get back. I'm making you make an appointment. You're going to wait till the last but, minute. But I'm saying, why, could, why couldn't he have made an appointment? 
Was um, he that oh, worried about getting oh, something by the his, end of the year? His license expires on his birthday in January. Oh, that that's a good reason too. Then, yeah. So um, anyway, uh, I'm just going to write down for the list of things for Poodle when he comes back. I'm just going to put. I can't think about it right now. I'm in China. Real ID. Uh, okay. So, uh, anyway, uh, anyway. So Natalie's Mike comes out. Natalie. Yeah. They they seem to be okay now, even though she literally had a meltdown with her mother carrying covering her, um, and they they go they're walking around. He's like, let's warm up with some tea or coffee or something like that. Uh, and she's like, uh, sure. So she's staring at him with crazy eyes. Yes. And uh, and then he basically is saying, kind of suggesting to her. And I thought this was going to be a big deal. What the, what could the holdup be? Have you ever applied for another K one together? And I really thought she was going to say yes. I, I thought was very she upset was, by that. I thought she was too. <clears throat> I mean, who knows? Yeah, the producers were making us think that. Also, too, it was the way that he asked her. He kind of asked her. I mean, well, actually, no. He asked her a little confrontational, but even if he was super nice about it, she would have flipped out because she's crazy. Right. Um, uh, and then he says, basically, like, was there anything else you were telling me? Anything else you couldn't couldn't tell me? Were you basically a prostitute? She kind of freaked out about that. Um, I mean, that and, would make me a little angry. Eh, it's all in a day for me. I wouldn't mind if someone asked me that. It's true. <laughs> it's a good question. Um, and, uh, but anyway, so Natalie's going, you bring it on the table. I don't know. You bring all these things on me. Uh, then she dramatically locked herself in the bathroom. <laughs> well, and even before that, maybe it was Jackie, but somebody in the sissy squad posted, I don't know how someone in a pencil skirt could walk so fucking fast, but she <laughs> shot out of that seat. She was like, Phew! and then slammed the door, and Mike was like, oh, oh, what happened? And I realized, and she comes back, and Mike is pissed. He's out there saying, I just have to find out answers, and then Poodle, I cracked the code. Mike is pissed because he hasn't gotten any of that sweet Bojangle weed in like two weeks. He's freaking out, man. He's freaking out. That's a good reason. That's totally, y'all. Mike misses getting high with fucking Bojangles. They had some good times. Can you imagine? They, the talk, kind of, about, they talk about aliens. I bet Bojangles get and when, stage and when advice. Bojangles got, and when the night Bojangles got abducted and probed yep. and all the world that he saw and how beautiful the world looked from mm -hmm. above. That's probably um, how he lost his teeth. They just right. fell out. <laughs> just out of love and joy. Just like, plop. I still say, someone said, <laughs> aliens fucked out Bojangles' teeth. That's one of the most graphic things we've ever said. <laughs> Sometimes you guys repeat uh, what we say on, this, on the podcast. And I'm like, I said that? Oh, my God. Sometimes it is shocking. <laughs> It is. Uh, anyway, so they come back and they seem to be okay. Not a lot happened for them this episode. The but big ones, you guys, this were Marcel. They weren't Tanya, okay, by Tanya the way. Tanya. They weren't okay, by the way. She made a patty face. She said, I want to go home. And then they left. So that's kind of how they ended that. But yes, the big one is Emily. Let's get to Emily and Sasha. Oh. All right. So I'm... Uh, I'm I'm gonna get throw you a bone here. 
and I'm gonna let you be Emily, even though I or Betsy. I really want to be Betsy when we do our 90 Days Theater, <laughs> but I'm gonna let you do it. Well, who's the uh, other person? Sasha. I'll be whoever you want me to be. But no, I'm I'm gonna let you be. So y'all, Emily's. We had her. I've had some wine. So let's talk. <laughs> And I mean, mom joins the party and he's like, oh, you've opened the wine. I'll have some. They ambush the fuck out of him, y'all. It is. It's also um, sh- shitty, too, that Emily is making him lie. Because he yeah. wasn't going to be honest, but Emily's the one who's lied about this. So Sasha's saying, I'm just trying to be me. And all I can think of, I gotta be me. I gotta I be me. Gotta be me. me. Uh, so, um, so... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you. I, I took ex- extensive copious notes of what Betsy was saying. Well, why don't uh, you just be fucking Betsy? Okay, then I'll be Betsy and um, see what he do does, this. y'all. See what he no, does. I'm saying, he wanted to be Betsy I'm the saying, whole time. If you if you haven't taken the notes on it, I did not. I. I'm sorry. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be a director here, and I wish you'd just let me direct you. But you're not. Well, you told me it's hard for you to be directable. You told me to be Betsy, and now you're saying you want to be Betsy. Just let me do it. Anyway, (sighs) like like my first boyfriend told me, just let me handle this. And he Uh, and he just rolled out, pushed you aside, and rolled over and. Go, 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 go. And you just filed your. That's my head hitting the board, headboard. You just filed your Um, nails. I'm like, oh. I don't think I can do him. Ah, I could. Look, a new mic. I was able to do a chandelier screen. Um, so anyway, y'all, um, Betsy is opens have some wine with Sasha. And this is our 90s theater. I will be playing the role of Betsy. And I'll be and playing you. the role of Sasha. So, um, Emily, to set this up, Emily's uh, three or four drinks in. She's had, she's been nipping the wine. She has, and she's kind of she's got also got that kind of wine that that wine girl look where she's like holding the glass around and she's putting it on the side of her mouth and she's kind of kind of like posing with it a little bit. And so anyway, and here we go. So, have you started to think about a little wedding? Will uh, your family come? Uh, uh, probably not. They have to work and. Uh, they do not have the funds to come to America because life in Russia is brutally hard. Wait, wait. Do they? Do they? Do your parents? Do your parents love her because she's American? Because everyone loves no. Americans. No, they. they Hold l- on. I I need to pet my dog. Hold on. You're so good. You're so sweet. They, they, You're they, so. This is my. Hold on. Hold on. I need to pet my dog. I, what's it? Okay. What? Anyway, what I could so, be doing bicep curls right now. They uh, so, they they love her because she only girl who actually stuck around. So, but hold on, I need to go back. So, you your deal is you get your fiancés pregnant, then you marry them. Do you see a pattern here? Do you see a pattern? Uh, yes, I see uh, a pattern. I am strong man with a virile, virile seed. I'm now playing uh, Betsy's mother. I'm kind of fine as long as it's as long as she's happy. I'm okay, Mom. Why don't you let me have this interrogation? Anyway, 
Hey, Sha- mom. Hey, mom. You, you look pretty. Sasha, you got all this. You got this wedding baby thing down, don't you? Sasha. Sasha. Yes. Do you know what? Do you know what promises? Do you know what promises? Uh. Do you know? Yes. Do you yes, know what I, promises? Yes, I do. I I promise. I will give you my Russian dick if you just shut up. And sing. <laughs> because y'all. She also said, y'all, but, Emily's expiration date is coming up. <laughs> yes. She said that. It was a savage, drunk interrogation. <laughs> and because what I realized, Betsy would totally let Sasha fuck her. She's jealous. Oh, definitely. Definitely. But and, she's, she also hates him. But she hates him because he embodies, she's putting her shit on him. If he embodies, like, good-looking men that don't fuck her. And, y'all, that is, that is not your story out there. And we're not putting that on other women. That is her story that she is claiming for herself. Um, and poor Sasha, after I say, he looked literally like he was going to vomit. He yeah, was he sick was to his stomach. No, he was not having it. I took some artistic liberties with his conversation, but it was not. I don't know if people knew that. He, but um, yeah. He also, when he responded, why she said, you know, did why did you divorce them? And she's like, I divorced. He's like, I divorced them because of lack of respect. Either it was him or she's like, I respect Emily. She's the one. And I understand why that's hard. Um, you took better uh, notes than me because Sasha was in a very small tank top and I couldn't pay attention <laughs> to a lot of this. Um, so anyway, at the very end, y'all, Sasha just starts throwing shit in the trash. And that's where you Sasha, started to feel sorry for Sasha and then he did this. When he threw Swiss cake rolls in the trash, that's unforgivable. <laughs> Or chips. Sasha threw chips in the trash. I mean, your mother... Never, ever again. Mother Poodle would see the waste in that and be furious. She would, but at the same time, she said, I would have never bought all that shit. (laughs) My mother never never let us have uh, sugary sweets. Although my mother... My mother will mow down a, bo- a thing of tortilla chips like that. She loves some chips and salsa. It's true. I kind of think the mom wants... I think it's a triangle where Betsy <clears> wants to <throat> fuck Sasha. Sasha wants to fuck not anybody. The mom. And the mom totally wants to get... Uh, no, he does kind of flirt with the mom. Yeah, he does. I'm telling mom, you. Mom has lovely figure. And, and mom's like, oh, his past is in his past. I just... Whatever she wants. Uh, so, and basically, happy. Sasha wants <laughs> Sasha wants. That's very much your mother. Um, Sasha wants fruits and salad, and uh, but like you know, Emily's lose trying to lose baby weight. She's and they're they're going through a hard time. Maybe having a couple snacks around is what they need right now. It's called comfort food for a reason, and sometimes well, in our lives we need a little comfort food. Well, also yes, and you brought this up before. I don't think uh, Sasha understands postpartum at all. Nope. And Emily's just trying to keep it together. And she's you no, know, she's got white hair. She's got very Game of Thrones Targaryen white hair. That's right what now. I thought. She looked like fucking where am I dragons? She's I don't love the look. Maybe I don't she love tried it. it. Maybe I don't love it either, but maybe she did it to try to gain strength. Maybe. <laughs> like 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 Danny. Maybe Danny. Um I just want to notice one thing. Sasha actually said I feel <clears throat> like I'm in prison. Y'all he lives in fucking Russia. So for him to say that, that's some shit right, right there. 
That's a lot. Yeah, he said he was trapped. Um, and, uh, and then and, and I would say, the, go ahead. The last Betsy thing that she said, she basically said, told Emily, I'll be here for you when and if it doesn't work. That's can you imagine saying that to someone? Well, when Emily like says, well, it comes from a place of love. And she says, says anyone in an unhealthy relationship? Oh, and y'all, I think we talked about this they don't before, have a great but, you relationship know, either. Betsy just sent us an Instagram post and just shaded her sister just randomly. I never reached out to her and she sent us a message like <laughs> months ago. So the fact it's so I know a lot of people were very sympathetic with Betsy because Sasha and the food thing. But honestly, I think I think Betsy is probably shit stirring most of this and Sasha is probably just reacting to her. And if yep. she just left him alone and let he and Emily do their thing, I think it'll be much better now for them, at least now that they're moving out. But Betsy won't be happy until they're broken up. I agree with that. Um, that's all I have about those two. That's all I have about y'all. We just did a podcast in China. We we made it work. We you know what? I have to say, Queen. You really busted your ass and made this work. I'm proud for you. Y'all, I've been trying to do this for, this is what, day five in China? I've been trying to do this for five days. It's uh, been crazy. So, y'all, it's time for a sissy shout outs. Oh, God. I, I can't look on Facebook. Oh, God. <laughs> you can give me one or I can try to look on my computer because um, I can't well, look on my phone. I don't know if you remember, maybe you weren't in town, but... We skipped over Eminem again. No, I, I told you. I told you I was right. I don't think you were. I think you told me something yeah, else. Someone, someone come at me because I was correct. Uh, let me look up my sissy squad here. I'm just saying, um, please don't go to jail or something. I'm trying to look at the post because someone posted um, basically all the people with Eminem just fucking came at us. Of like, when are we going to get our fucking shout out? Um, uh, wow, Eminem got, they came. They uh, really came. Oh, ooh, man. Elizabeth Hahn placed, posted a picture of some hot guy from Temptation Island. Wow. Okay, let's focus because oh, I have wow. to be in the lobby in like 15 minutes to oh, get some God. money. To oh, eat. he was sweaty. Oof. This has, been, ooh. Listen, this has been two fucking hours. You know, oh, don't come at me for that. Anyway, y'all, I don't know where that post is, but I was just so it's M and N that we're supposed to do, right? Why don't we? Why don't we? Well, I would prefer it doing. I cannot find this. Uh, it's really hard trying to get on Facebook. Would you? Um, no, or you I mean, can just give me one. I can just give you one. Okay, so here we go. We're gonna look, find or a text number. It to me. Text it to me. So uh, that way it will be something I say. Um, but do it quick. Why don't you do? I think you should do, um, why don't you do? I said text me. Oh, okay, fine, fine. Open your ears, Harry Keller. <sighs> fine, I'll text you. Want text you or Skype you? Do yours. No, do just text me. Do yours while while you're do, while you're um while you're uh okay. Perfect. Okay, I got it. So you're doing right, M and I'm doing N. Okay. Or is it uh, L? Is it L and M? Um, M and it, N. Okay. All right. My computer froze. I don't know what's happening. Okay, there we go. 
Okay, okay, okay. It's you fine. Tech, you see what the text I just sent back to you? If that's fine, we'll do it. Da, da, da. Y'all, oh, yeah. this is are you, that's fine. great listening, texting across China. All right, here we go. That's technology. All right, go ahead, Poodle. My sissy shout out goes to, this is a first, y'all. This is Matt. This sissy shout out goes to Matt. Not this fucker I'm talking to. Um, but Matt J. Plows. <laughs> Rhymes with plows. Matt J. Plows. Like plows his wife nightly? <laughs> um, you know what? I'm not going to say that happens, but good for y'all. Good for you. Um, um, why is it a sissy first? The man, it's a man. We've we done have a man, man before. Man yeah, we oh, have. Yeah. That's right. Yes. You did the, the, the vicar. Yep. Um, uh, so what's the second man? This is our first straight and, sissy, I think. And this man, y'all, is married to a person in the sissy squad. It's true. Um, uh, Matt Plows loves, loves MMA fighting. Oh, really? He as an, he's kind of an, he's kind of an amateur, uh, but he prefers, he prefers to, um, to, strangely enough, to fight. His character is named Vera. <laughs> oh. Uh, and he goes in full, not drag, because he's not that much. He goes in full face of makeup. Um, and it's just strangely enough, but everything else is like a man. Also pearl earrings and a pearl necklace. And so he oh. fights MMA as Vera. And he's very, he's he's very good. He's won a lot of... And like MMA is very bloody, you know. There's just stuff coming out everywhere. Oh yeah. And and his his signature move is the uh, Vera three sixty, where he takes people around and spins them up on his hands like that, and then uh, uh, throws them all the way over there. And but they but they land with a bling. <laughs> oh. Somehow he does that. Uh, anyway, and at the very end, he gives every opponent an open mouth kiss, and they get lipstick on their face. So tongue too. And that's, of course, that's okay. just being nice. Okay. Anyway, that's Matt House or Matt Plows. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus. Um, y'all, my sissy shout out is is a Nancy, but not a Nancy boy. It's a real Nancy. It's it's Nancy. Uh, oh God! It needs to be a real word. It needs to be a real word. Nancy, um, um, Bevac. That's not a real word. It is in another language. I'm sure you can you can you can separate the the name and make it two words. Nancy, like... uh, Nancy Sevac, Nancy Tevac, Nancy. Nothing, no, nope, not a word. Wevac, um. Nancy Jevak. This is hopeless. Just go. <laughs> anyway, y'all. And this is why I write the songs, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, Nancy Jevak. She <clears throat> she's a short girl in her community. She lives in she lives up in California and she's might be short in stature, but she is mighty, mighty 
in her tree climbing skills. She actually is known in the community. She climbs more trees than any girl ever has in her ta- little town of Hayward, California that she's from. And that's what they go, oh, there's Nancy. They called her the Paul Bunyan of Hayward. That's what they called her. Yes. And so much so that she ended up climbing so many trees that she married a very tall man. And y'all, a lot of people now know her as a girl that got out of town and married the husband with BDF because it's huge. Huge. Oh, my. Oh, yes. Her husband. It's an it's a redwood unlike any other. Anyway, Nancy also, she um, she's not an assassin. I know y'all said we can't have any more assassins in our sissy shout out. But you know what she is? She is a professional um, snowballer as well. So she's <laughs> she does. And I don't mean by, okay. I don't mean blow jobs. I mean, she actually is really good in snowball fights. And she, uh, again, you don't want to fuck with Nancy. I love a professional snowballer. And that's it. That's all I've got for my sissy shout out. That's all I've got, too. Nancy Redak. God damn it, Jedak. This has been our China podcast. This has been our China podcast. We're taking next week off. Uh, because well, no, no listen, you already fucked it up. We're not taking next week off because this week is airing on the week that it's airing on Monday when 90 Day Fiance is off. So actually next week we will be back when this airs. Okay. <laughs> you. <sighs> Y'all, it's the next day for me already. He doesn't know where he is, but um, no matter where Poodle I'm is. hungry. Poodle loves a review, y'all. So go to love a review. Go to Apple Podcasts, leave five stars. Also, you can see all of our shows at sissythattalk.com. You can see Dear Maddie, Bitchcraft. You can, which by the way, Bitchcraft, y'all. That Sabrina's job dropping at the end of January. So be sure to watch the Sabrina, listen to Bitchcraft, and you can also listen to um, River Mails and Sweet Tea, our Southern Charm podcast. And y'all join our sissy squad. In fact, I'm going to give a shout out to a fellow. Uh, Hollywood concert orchestra person Kate McKenzie who just joined the sissy squad she plays bassoon and she loves she loves 90 day fiance and she obsessed over it when I talked we talked all the way on the bus so y'all these people are 90 day fiance fans are everywhere and I found one on my tour you did good for good for you good for her anyway shout out to Kate McKenzie bassoon and that y'all y'all can go to our cameos we've I've raised the price back to what 25 again but y'all can get us on cameo all the links are in there and you can follow us uh, on shows you sent me a cameo link I don't even know if cameo happens in China Jesus. I'm doing my best. He's doing his best. Um, you can also follow us on social media, y'all. And um, I think, is that all we got to say, Poodle? That's all I've got to say. And just well, remember, you do your part and I'll do my little Well, little I just want to say, no matter what, y'all, we call these people Lonely Hearts, even Natalie. Because aren't we all just Lonely Hearts looking for love? Yes. <laughs> yes, and if you want to go out and get a... <laughs> Jesus. And if you, I, I can't read it. You and should know you, it by now. And if you yourself, you yourself, whooshing, if you yourself want to get a night at fiance and you have done that for yourself, please just call, call us. Call us. Call us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale 
That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.